Welcome to Amplify Awesome, a podcast where we amplify ordinary people, businesses, and organizations doing extraordinarily awesome things in the community. My name is Josh Bach, co-founder of Amplify Podcast Network. Before you get started with this podcast today, we want to ask the question, if you know of anyone, whether they're a for-profit or a non-profit business that's looking for podcasts, we have packages available. And for non-profits, we offer a 25% discount. Go to Amplify Podcast Network. Com, or for email, email josh, J-O-S-H, at amplifyindy.com. Spread the word. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Welcome. Josh Bach here with Amplify Awesome. I am sitting down with Dr. D, Bonnie, and Michael Clark. Thank you guys for joining us today. Glad to be here. I'm excited about a, n- a number of different conversations I think that we're going to have. Of course, D, you and I had lunch together at Fat Dan's a couple of weeks back. Yeah, that was my first time there. It was so good. And we had a phone call, great phone call, a couple of weeks before that. So and I'm meeting Michael Clark here for the first time. And when I had asked you, I said, I love the model of Alpha Omega and what you're doing here in the community. And I asked you to be on the show. We just started brainstorming on on what that show would be like and what you're doing for the community. And mm-hmm. and uh, so, so glad that you guys could join us. And I'm and, um, looking forward to some great conversations today. Absolutely. I love it. So yeah. there's going to be a lot of people listening that are going to learn a lot about medicine and, and uh, ways that we feel that it's going right back into the community. So yeah. so tell us about Alpha Omega, and it's a membership, medical membership service. Tell us about it. Yeah, so really what we're doing is we're mixing up healthcare because right now healthcare in the United States is such a mess. And I think that people, people have kind of given up on being prepared ahead of time for a healthcare issue because it's neither affordable nor is it convenient. Right. And so even if you have health insurance, you probably have a high deductible, which essentially means that you don't have coverage until you've paid your twenty five hundred or five thousand or ten thousand dollars. And then it's not convenient because it's so hard to get a hold of your doctor and see your doctor when you want to. And so really what we're doing is we're doing a non insurance membership membership based model where we're making it affordable, convenient and personalized. So when people enroll online for our membership for primary care and urgent care, the very first email that they get has the doctor's cell phone number in it. So you're immediately connected. So there's no there's no middle person that's basically going to intercept your message to your doctor and then maybe give you an answer that that person, that medical assistant or that nurse assumed was going to be what the doctor would say. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And so you get it straight from the horse's mouth, as they say. Yeah. Well, I mean, just hearing you say that and and through our conversations on the phone, we're so used to a certain way of medicine being the way that it is that even hearing some of those personalized aspects of medicine, like, like it makes sense. It should be that way, but it's like, you're doing it. Well, and it's, it's so enjoyable for me because it's kind of like how I picture doctors in Little House on the Prairie right. times practicing, right? Like you actually <laughs> know your patients yeah. and I don't have to do a lot of house calls, although I have for this guy here. <laughs> um, it helps that we live in the same neighborhood. But Major anomaly. Right, right, right. <laughs> but, you know, but it's, it's that relational. It's like text me, call me. Um, if you've got something that I can take care of over the phone or with a FaceTime call, then let's do that because your time is valuable and my time is valuable. I mean, honestly, like if I don't have to drive to the office to see you, I had a guy who 
has had multiple ear infections in his life. Uh, he's a business owner. He called me up the day that he was leaving to go to a um, faith-based conference, and he's like, my ear hurts, and I'm flying out tomorrow. And he had actually, on Amazon, at some point in the past, ordered this little device that he could run a camera into his ear. So literally, I'm FaceTiming this dude. Oh, my goodness. And he shows me his middle ear, and I'm like, bro, that looks infected. infected. (laughs) Let me send you in some antibiotics. So we got that taken care of, right? And he's a member of our healthcare membership, but it's like... He didn't have to drive all the way to the office for me to do that because he had the equipment. Normally, an ear exam is something I'm really going to have to do in person, but right. this dude made it work, and he was able to fly out the next day. I checked in with him three or four days later. I'm like, how's your ear? And he's like, much better. And so it's just, you know, he would have otherwise, his only access to healthcare would have been to go to an urgent care yeah. and spend two or $300 or yeah. an ER. I mean, the average ER bill a few years ago was $1,400. Not that it would have been for ear pain, but, I mean, in general, yeah. an ER visit's over a thousand dollars. It's an expensive way to get access. Very expensive. Well, I'll tell you one thing with the, the personalized uh, cell phone number. I mean, for me, when I started my business, people would tell me, "Giving out your numbers, insane. That's nuts." But people, people nowadays, I think, are are attracted to business models that are personalized because we're so America is so corporation based. Okay. Yeah. It's so there's a process, there's a filtration it's system. a hierarchy. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. you have to well you have to go through this person. Well, I don't, I don't want to do that. Yeah. If I want to talk to somebody and I get an answer, I want to I want to talk to the person and get an answer and move on cuz I'm I'm busy. Yeah. I don't have time to go sit at the ER for press 2 for English. Yeah, yeah, I don't have time for that. Press 5 to <laughs> leave a message. I'm pressing in, <laughs> right? Okay, right. I'm hanging up. <laughs> so Exactly. Yeah, that's great. But, but it's that community-based aspect that I sense in both of your businesses that decentralized, which is a topic that people are starting to become a little bit more familiar with. Mm-hmm. You've centralized and decentralized and the decentralized aspect allows for y- for you to be more connected mm-hmm. with your customers, with mm-hmm. your community and what you do. Mm-hmm. Share a little bit about how you guys had met. And, and I know that there's a connection with the fact that he's your doctor and, yeah. and how, yeah. how that all fits in. And then, and then I want to learn a lot more about your business yeah. model too. So Dee and I really met first off from just being neighbors, but, um, and then, you know, love thy neighbor, right? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, and we've had, you know, we have a small business, we have 12 people on staff and we had, you know, had always talked about offering uh, some type of health insurance to them. And it's like, we, I just don't believe in our health insurance program in America. I just, I don't support it. I don't believe in it. I think it's, I, I frankly believe it's a scam in every way and possible. Yeah. And, and, and so, but we want to provide something lucrative to our, our potential, you know, employees or our, our employees on staff. And, uh, you know, when we heard about kind of what this idea or this, this model was that, that D had, uh, it was like, man, this is, you know, this is great. And this is something we can, we can leverage that's affordable that we can offer it, you know? And so really it, it all kind of took off. And then I, I told D, I said, you know, you probably never hear from me because I don't ever get sick. Yeah. And I call the guy like 17 times in four days. <laughs> I mean, I'm ta- I, I, I sprained my ankle. No. You know, my wife got severely sick on an airplane. Uh, I don't even know everything. Yeah, it's been, I know. <laughs> I'm I'm like, like, I've shared that story of like, he's 
he's like, yeah, I mean, we don't really ever go to the doctor and need anything. <laughs> and, but you know what? Like, I mean, one of your employees reached out to me the other day mm-hmm. and uh, I just took care of it over the phone. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm honestly not glad that you guys are having health issues. I mean, nothing's been huge, but yeah. I'm glad that you've had a need for our services yeah. and that we've been able to bring that value. Yeah. I mean, just your, so just that, that foot injury that Michael had, his wife called me up. 9.20 in the morning, she's like, hey, D, we're at the gym, and Michael thinks he broke his foot. Uh, and so our pastor, our pastor was actually playing basketball with him yeah. and helped him to the car. But I said, okay, well, meet me at the office. I was heading in there anyway. And so we got him taken care of, got him a splint, um, wanted to send him to a place downtown f- that does $50 x-rays, including the x-ray read. And Michael was being cognizant of his wife's schedule and she had had this haircut appointment scheduled forever and he's like no i'll just go someplace closer and pay a little bit more so we call up the hospital system and to find out what a an outpatient x-ray would cost 420 dollars for a foot x-ray wow and then we sent him to actually an imaging center in greenwood that did it including the radiology read because that hospital fee would not have included the radiology read which would have been another 40 or 50 dollars this imaging center did it for $41. But see, if Michael wasn't a part of our membership, he probably would have gone to an urgent care, sure. paid a couple hundred dollars for the visit, probably paid another 100 150 for the splint that I put on, mm-hmm. and then absolutely would have spent 420 plus on the x-ray. About to find out that his, Yeah, to find out that his foot wasn't broken, yeah. you know. And so in that one visit... Um, he's already saved the cost of his monthly of his annual membership, right? Yeah, yeah. And so, I don't know. It's just it's awesome because we get to bring value to people that are out there killing it, mm-hmm. like he is. Yeah. But that don't want to spend, you know, ten twenty percent of their gross revenue on healthcare. Dude, if we if we bought, you know, a, a, a traditional Anthem Silver health insurance package for our employees, we're looking at about thirty thousand a month. Yeah. $30,000 a month. I mean, yeah, that's insane. It right? is. Even if you could afford that, why would you do that? That's well, in, nuts. Well, I've shared you when know? I was still full-time in the emergency department, um, our family's health insurance cost about $18,000 a year. And that was so that we could then spend the first $2,500 per person or $7,500 for the family as a deductible, yeah. right, before the insurance even really kicks in. And uh, it is, it, just like you said, I mean, it's it's insane. I mean, it's great if you have bypass surgery, mm-hmm. right? But yeah. for all the common stuff, which is sort of what we're doing, we're, we're bridging that gap between um, no insurance or a high deductible and and then, you know, when the deductible would be met and kick in. So if your gallbladder is going to come out, you're going to meet your deductible. Yeah. But that's why we've designed this so that it's affordable, convenient, and personalized. Mm-hmm. And people really get value. And I try to help people understand, like, literally, I believe you could have this, our program for a year and not use it. And it still brought value. Yeah. It's kind of like when you paid your car insurance last month, you didn't get upset that you didn't have a wreck. Yeah. Right. So it's just that I've, I've called it health assurance, mm-hmm. right? You know that if something happens, you got a doctor in your back pocket who, even if it's something that's outside of what we can do in our office, we can still help you navigate that in a way that we save you thousands. Right. Because yeah. 25 years in healthcare, I know, yeah. I know how to, 
helps you get from point A to point B. Yeah. Without, I mean, a lot of primary care offices, if something comes up, they're going to say, well, you need to just go to the ER. And as an ER doctor by training, yeah, I'm going to say, well, maybe you don't have to go to the ER. <laughs> now, if you call me and you've got chest pain, an elephant sitting on your chest, certainly do not come to my office. Yeah. Right. But I mean, for, you know, like if I thought Michael had appendicitis this morning, rather than send him to the ER and getting a $3,200 CT scan, I would send him to one of the imaging centers and get a five or $600 CT scan. Yeah. And then if he has appendicitis, I'm going to call up the local surgeon and say, hey, I got a guy with appendicitis, but he doesn't want an ER bill. Can he just meet you in outpatient surgery? So even doing those things, I mean, I'm not taking your appendix out in the office, but we still sort of become like a concierge of healthcare to just help you get done what you need to in the most efficient manner. The concept, it, it, it sound, it, it's, it's a natural fit. And the more I hear about it, the more I'm like, okay, that, why, why are we not, why haven't we been doing this before? So if we could break down just a little bit further for someone that's listening, it is a membership base. So someone pays a monthly amount per household member. Right. And by doing so, you have access to have personalized um, communication and to come into the office yeah. and to and to guide people through whatever is going on medically. Right. But I heard you say too that having a large like a high deductible health and health insurance plan on top of that is, is probably what you I think so. I mean, actually what my family and I do is we do one of the medical sharing program. We do Christian healthcare ministries. Okay. I've heard and about that. So for us, you know, anything any event that happens, we have to pay the first five hundred dollars of that. But beyond that, that bill is shareable. And so um, it's significantly less expensive. I mean, we're paying $1,000 less a month than what I was with traditional insurance. Yeah. So that way, if I do have to have my appendix out or I have to go in for a heart cath, I'm not on the hook for, I mean, my mother-in-law had her appendix out. It was a $38,000 bill in December. Right. I don't want to have to pay that out of pocket. No. You know, so. Yeah, because that, w- that would hurt. Right. <laughs> that right. could definitely hurt. Right. <laughs> Right. So, so we talked again about decentralized, and, and uh, I know that Doctor D talked about. Well, this guy has decentralized. Yeah, yeah. So, so my Meteor- business, meteorology. Yeah, yeah. It's it's totally different than what than what D's doing, but um, it's uh, we're we're basically a consulting uh, company where we we take weather information and we we distribute it to people who need better information, uh, who need to know if it's going to rain at eight oh one. Instead of, you know what I mean? Instead of, oh, wow. you know, between 8 and 11. Uh, they need to know if it's going to rain, you know, at 801 to 837. Or if, a, you know, severe wind gust or tornado is going to impact a, a large event with 10,000 people. You know, when is it going to be there? How long is it going to last? When is it going to exit? Those kinds of things um, that can make, you know, drive multi-million dollar decisions. Uh, we have we have customers that uh, they're, they're in the pavement sealing business. They have to seal a parking lot. Cost them one hundred eighty thousand dollars. Yeah. If it sprinkles, it's completely ruined. You can't do that. Oh my god. It, it's 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 one of those things where it's you're paying for precision for better information, and it's kind of killing that old. Well, the weatherman's, you know, is right half the time, still gets his paycheck. Oh right? gosh, you know? how many times have we heard that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and 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 so it's like, it's actually. Um, I've always, I always kind of relate it to like a, a, an exam, a college exam. If you sit down and you take that test, you don't study for it, you don't take notes, you haven't asked questions, you're probably going to get a D or you might fail it. Right. Right. <clears throat> you study, you take notes, you go, to, you go to tutoring sessions, and you're all in, you're probably going to ace it, you're probably going to get an A. And that's, it's the same way with anything you really do in life in general is the more effort and, and time you put into something, 
the better result you're going to get out of it. And so that's what we do. We, we, we focus more on attention to detail, customers giving us a small amount to save them a large amount. Gotcha. That's yeah. fascinating. And it's this guy's neat. killing it. I mean, he's getting some high-profile companies, and it's, it's been. Didn't you do the NCAA tournament? Yeah. <clears throat> we did this, yeah. the the March Madness, and we've got um, what do we have coming up? Uh, Indie Ultimate coming up next uh, okay. this weekend, and um, so well, a lot on a local level, or do you work outside of this? No, it's it's not. We we actually have clients in in several different countries around the world. Okay, uh, Turkey. You know, gosh, India, China, yeah. Russia. Yeah. So, yeah. That's fascinating. And, yeah. I, and I bet most people, they, they wouldn't even know that this type of industry exists. No, a lot of people don't. They're like, yeah. what do you do again? So it's like, yeah. Yeah. So we, 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 you know, we're my motivation. There was a company that sold a few years ago uh, for $999 million mm. to a Swedish investment company. And uh, they have the same model. They have the same you know, they've been around since the late 1980s, but, um, I'm after them. I'm after them. No, I'm going to get them. Yeah. So that's my, <laughs> that's, for you. that's who I'm, you know, I'm, I'm like everything they do. I'm going to, I'm going to do it better. I'm going to fill all the gaps that they're leaving behind. And then I'm going to, I'm going to sweep in. Nice. So oh, that's <laughs> awesome. So Dr. D, I know a lot of your customers, mm-hmm. uh, patients, yeah. mem- people that have the membership are entrepreneurs self-employed is there a target range like like give give a little bit more specifics of who your ideal uh patient membership base is i think if we talk about end users our membership works great for a few groups of people people who have no insurance and so without insurance people often don't have a doctor yeah or if they do it's 150 200 to walk into the office it also works great for people that have a high deductible health plan. So if your deductible is $2,500, dollars $10,000, then we're really kind of, like I said, bridging that gap. And then it's also great for people that, I mean, let's say everything was taken care of, but you just want that concierge-level service. You want that relational component because unless you move in to see an actual concierge doctor, which is going to run three, five, ten thousand dollars $10,000 a year easily, yep. unless you move into that space – your doctor isn't giving you his or her cell phone number, right? And so I think those are the three groups of end users. As far as employers, in general, employers that have less than 50 employees, and so they are maybe not required by the Affordable Care Act to offer insurance, then this is a great option for them to be able to provide a health care benefit yeah. without it being traditional insurance. So, I mean, entrepreneurs tend to be nice people, I believe, and they tend to want to take care of their employee family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so they want what's great for people. So not only when an employee's sick and you want him or her to get better faster, but you also don't want them having that added stress yeah. and thus decreased productivity in right. your business of worrying about health care issues. Or, I mean, I've been there where I have creditors calling me at mm-hmm. work, mm-hmm. right? And so yeah. if your only access to health care is a $1,500 ER visit and you've got $75 in your bank account. Yeah. I mean, people come to the ER because they don't have the $150 to go to the urgent care. Yeah. So they end up with a bill 10 times as high, but they don't have to pay it that day. See, one of the, one of the hundreds of reasons why medicine's broken. Right. I and mean, what yeah. you just said right. right there. Yeah. And did you know, did you know, I read a, I read a, a study a couple of days ago that the average, the average American, 
the average American in this country has less than $500 liquid cash in their accounts. Wow. The yeah. average American. Right. So that means if you have these traditional healthcare practices and you, you know, you got to go to the ER, you have to put that thing on a credit card. Right. Right. And like you said, then you're, if you have one, if you've yeah. got one. Yeah. And if not they're you're going to go and they're going to send you bills for the next three years. Right. Yeah. And they, you know, so. and so, I mean, I think for the employer, it's nice. I mean, and Michael can kind of speak to this, but it's nice to know that, Hey, my employees do have access to something. It's not the Cadillac plan. You know, it's not the, everything is taken care of, but it's, it, it has value. Mm-hmm. And so it helps an employer with, especially under 50 employees, it helps them recruit and retain good talent. Yes. You know, that way, once there's a benefit there, that employee is less likely to jump to the next shiny thing that comes along yeah. because, you know, maybe that other company until I get to them isn't offering this, yep. you know? And so, and I've talked to guys that own, you know, construction companies. And so they're competing with companies that have a union where there is insurance. But the guy told me, he goes, but the thing that we've got going for us is like that insurance isn't great. So even if a company offers insurance, mm-hmm does not mean that the employee has the $800 to be taken out of the paychecks yeah. that come out that month. And yeah, so people don't opt for it. Even if you're if it's only offered. making 40 grand a year. Right. And that's a huge chunk of your money. Right. Most entry level positions in this country are 30 to 40 grand a year. Right. You know? And so if I'm paying $400 per paycheck twice a month, you know, that's 10 grand. Of, yeah. That's 10 grand of my money. Yep. that I've paid towards health insurance for my family. Yeah. And so people will, even though it's offered, they decline it. And so my message is like, hey, there's something else here that can be done yep. that's, I mean, I can't compete with Anthem being able to take care of your gallbladder removal, mm-hmm. you know, but common things are common. And your chances of needing IV fluids or sutures are certainly higher this year than your chances of needing to have your gallbladder taken out. Certainly. And our membership is $69 a month for the first person in a family and $25 per spouse or dependent child. Okay. And even that $25 fee, we cap after three. So if you're like me and you have five boys, three of them are free. Yeah. So I would pay for me at 69, my wife at 25 and my first two children, 25 each. And then the other three are no charge. Cause we just, we didn't, we wanted to make it, priced so that it had so much value to people. Yeah. Right. So $144 for a family of four or more all in, and then anything primary care or urgent care. And as an ER doctor, I make sure that we have fairly robust urgent care offerings. So, I mean, we'll do sutures, IV fluids. We have the same meds in our office to disrupt migraines that we have in the ER. We'll splint injuries. We'll drain abscesses. I mean, really you name it. If an urgent care is doing it, we're probably going to be able to do it. I mean, one caveat is we don't have on-site lab or x-ray, but that's a small price to pay to work around not having, you know, a $300 charge just for walking in the door. Yeah. So. Wow. Yeah, I'm calculating because I've got five five daughters, soon to be a sixth. Oh, and wow. So right. Yeah. We get, we get uh, so it, what you just said allowed it to be affordable. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that, that package how you're able to do that is a different story, but it, I mean, you're, you're growing, you got a, you got offices on the north side and the, and the south. Is that right? Yeah. We have a north side office that's currently on North Meridian, but that's going to be moving about August to um, a larger facility in Fishers. 
uh, off of 69. So that'll be a great convenient access for people in northern Indianapolis, eastern Carmel, Noblesville, Fishers, even up to uh, Anderson, really. Yeah. And then our south side location was our original location, and that's in Greenwood. So That's awesome. Yeah. But eventually I want to have one on each side of the city just so that we can take care of, you know, really any place around Indianapolis. So, mm-hmm. yeah. That's great. Well, I want to help spread the word. I appreciate that. Yeah. We love the concept. I mean, spending time with you, I know your heart is in it. You're passionate about this. So I uh, would love to have you as my doctor. Well, thank you. <laughs> well, one of the things that we didn't, we talked about personalized, but I think relational is even a better term for what we do. I mean, it's just, it's having that time to spend with patients. So if you go see a fee-for-service insurance-based physician, sometimes you find yourself trying to cram 40 minutes worth of issues into a 12-minute visit, Mm -hmm. you know. And for us, I mean, I've had patients that came in and we're talking about just health issues, and it it comes up that, you know, there was a a loss that this person had gone through a couple of years ago, and she really hadn't healed from that. And so been able to listen to God sort of prompt me to, hey, go a little deeper with this, ask another question, and then been able to direct her to a resource, a, a female counselor that could kind of help her unpack that and heal. Like, you don't find that in a no. traditional office. We do have pastoral counselors on staff as well. And so just being able to take care of the whole person, right, just the physical part, the spiritual side, and then that that the soul, that the will and the emotion and just tying all that together. And then even when people are hitting a rough patch, trying to direct them to the healing that I believe comes through a relationship with Jesus, Mm. you know, I have the time to do that and it's my shop. So nobody can tell me not to do that. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm not limited. Yeah. So what I think is fascinating about all of it is, is everyone you talk to is it's the question is, is do you have health insurance? You know, I've told for, for years, I've had family just say, wow, Michael, that's just, wow, that's just crazy. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? And they're, they're like, they freak out. I'm like, listen, I'm, I, I know what I'm doing. You know what I mean? I, right. I, I have, I've got this program that I, that we pay for and I got access to a doctor and, and uh, if I, I don't know if I need something, I'm just going to call them. I don't know what I'm going to do. What a weird concept. Right? Yeah. I, 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 it's, it's, you know, and I'm saving tens of thousands of dollars. Right. You know, and it's like people, I, I really think hearing a doctor say that, I think that's the problem is hearing an actual medical professional with years of experience saying that needs to open people's eyes and they need to be like, oh, you know what? Wow, you're actually right. Yeah. It's insane. Well, me- medicine and medical insurance has become so politicized over the last decade yeah. or more. And it's, it, it is, it's, it's, it's a confusing industry. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and I don't, I don't know if health insurance did this nefariously or not, or if it just happened by accident, but over the past 30 years or more, we've been programmed to think if I have a health issue, it shouldn't cost me anything. Mm-hmm. Right. And so back in the nineties, if you were a member of an HMO, I mean, you kind of walked in and whatever you needed was fairly covered. I mean, you might have a little $20, $40 copay, but instead of insurance being for the catastrophic thing and instead of us saying, okay, I should pay for the routine maintenance like mm-hmm. I do my car. I don't expect my car insurance to pay to have my wipers changed or my oil changed mm-hmm. or to replace my tire. 
right. you yep. know, but health insurance has conditioned us, even for my wife and I, moving out of the traditional health insurance paradigm to this medical sharing program, there was that little part of us that was like, well, wait, like, they don't pay for vaccines. And then you're like, I'm saving $12,000 a year. I can go to the health department and spend 40 bucks on Just vaccines. Buy one. It's, yeah. a, it's a paradigm shift. Right? Yeah. But but we've been programmed to think, and, and it's really become a social status thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, right? Yeah. It mean, is. That's exactly it's what like, it is. It's like you go to the hospital and it's like, uh, who's your insurance? And yeah. you're like, oh, I don't have insurance. Oh. Yep. <laughs> When right. I say I pay cash, people look at me like I have 10 heads. Right. You pay what? What do you do? Yeah. And that is actually a better way. Instead of saying I'm self-paid, just say I'm cash pay. That's what I say, yeah. Yeah. And usually you can negotiate a discount with that. Yeah. I mean, the the whole thing is set up so lopsided against the person who is cash pay mm-hmm. because no insurance company is paying the retail price for the care, for the quote that you're given. Yeah. Right? Now, a lot of offices will they understand that and they will give you a cash discount. Yeah. But man, when you, you get sticker shock, you know, I mean, I've had to pay for an x-ray out of pocket that was three or $400 and I didn't get a discount on that, Mm. you know, and I just think there's, there's a better way. And I honestly believe that this direct patient care model that we've implemented and we didn't invent it. um, We're just going gangbusters with it. But I honestly believe that it's things like this that are going to be the future of healthcare. I know there's a surgery center going up called Wellbridge on the northwest side of Indianapolis. Transparent pricing. That's unheard of in medicine. You know, where you actually say, hey, how much to get my gallbladder out? And it's whatever, 4500 You can't normally find that answer no. in a traditional health system. I mean, I've known people that had loads of cash in the bank and showed up at surgery and been like, I'm going to write a check. What do I owe? And people are just dumbfounded. Like, oh, I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. And what other what other industry could get away with that? Michael, in your business, if you're getting a new client, mm-hmm. if you went up to that person and he said, well, okay, well, what's this going to cost me for the year? And you're like, eh, I don't I don't really know, but I tell you what, I'll do it, and then I'll bill you. And whatever I bill you, like that's yeah. what you have to pay. Yeah. How many yeah. clients would you get? Zero, right? I wouldn't have any. And yet, in healthcare, yeah. it happens all the time. Yeah, yeah. And and that's why I love that at our office we are completely transparently priced. I mean, so that membership doesn't include labs that we have to send out. Yeah. But we get you a price right then, and I make sure that you're okay with them. Like, okay, Michael, this. The labs that I want to get, you're going to be $62. Yeah. You know, and you can say, no, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Right? Instead of just saying, all right, here's your labs. Go to the lab and get it done. And then you get a bill for $178. And you're like, well, that that kind of stinks. Like, okay, yeah. I guess I have to pay that. Yeah. It, back to your I, – I screenshotted something for this podcast. I hope you guys don't mind. I read this real quick. Cause no, this, that's good. Because this fascinated <laughs> me, and it kind of ties into what you're talking about real quick. It said, Americans make up 5% of the world. Right, but consume sixty five percent of the world's pharmaceutical drugs. Mm. We take in more drugs than the world, the whole world combined. Oh my gosh! There are eighty drug commercials every hour of every day in the United States. And big pharma spends nineteen times more on advertisements than research. Wow! And that was from a doctor, Doctor Ben Tapper. I, I I follow him on Twitter. Wow! And I thought, man. That's I, I wanted to read that in, in, in this because I thought that that is true. Like if you sit down to watch a football game, how many pill commercials do you see? Yeah. Pills for sleeping, pills for 
energy, pills for constant, pills well, whatever. And Western medicine is traditionally terrible at wellness. And I think that speaks to that right there. Yeah. Rather than saying, hey, let's modify your lifestyle so that you don't, I like uh, three weeks ago, I went gluten free. And you know what? My psoriasis is going away. Hmm. I'm not using steroids to the to the affected skin anymore. And so it's one of the things that we're pursuing in our office is to get better in that functional medicine space yes. so that we can promote wellness, right? Yeah. Let's not just treat disease. Let's prevent it. And I think as Americans, though, we have to be willing to make the changes. Like we're ter- we, we do want a pill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We want it to just go away. Yeah. And I don't want to have to change what I eat or how I do life or, or anything. I don't want to have to spend time doing mindfulness and meditation, prayer and journaling to decrease my cortisol levels, right? I just want some Xanax. Yeah, the quick fix. And so yep. we, gotta, we do have to shift that paradigm, but to spearhead that, you need a physician who's willing to have those conversations with you yep. uh, because we, we consume way too many opiates in this country we mm-hmm. you know that that you just read just pharmaceuticals in general yeah it's like traditionally if you go back two or three hundred years if humans ate something that made them not feel well yeah guess what they did they stopped eating it <laughs> yeah. now we take tums and to Prilosec, yeah. right we take ibuprofen for the joint pain that we're having because we're ingesting things into our gut that are inflammatory yeah, yeah. uh d bonnie's using uh, high potency steroid spray yeah. to his psoriasis <laughs> rather than being taught, hey, why don't you try eliminating gluten? Let's see what happens if we get rid of dairy. These things that are known inflammatory mediators in the human body, and the body wants to be well. Yeah. It, like God did not design an imperfect machine. Yeah. We just put all of these things in them. I mean, 60% of our calories come from processed foods. Yeah. You know, we've depleted the soil in such a way that we do need to supplement with nutrients, with minerals and vitamins, because our plants aren't getting them. We, we, uh, we harvest livestock after 14 months instead of two or three years so that they haven't had the time to absorb all of the, the nutrients that we want to get from them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and so you talk about farming for yield instead of regenerative farming. And it's, it's all about follow the money, right? I mean, just your quote about the pharmaceuticals, follow the money. Follow yeah. the money. That's it. Yeah. And you could spend a lot of time and yeah. what you might find, you may not like, right? yeah. but it'll change your life. Right. Yeah. Well, I love everything yeah. about what both of you gentlemen are doing. And I, I can't thank you enough for taking the time to be on the show. I'm going to yeah. put both your websites and ways to contact both of you on the link in the podcast. It's going to shoot out to a number of different platforms. And uh, I hope that, that people share this and, and they, they listen to it and figure out a way to, to, to grow from it and, and connect with the, the two of you gentlemen. Yeah, I mean, I think even if, you know, we aren't convenient to whatever locale a person is in, like, go find a physician office that's doing this. It's called DPC, Direct Patient Care, Direct Primary Care, and just get connected with somebody that's busting the paradigm. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yep. Thank you, gentlemen. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, Josh.